Bless the Lord, who forgives all our sin. His and this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and we loved darkness rather than the light. For God sent his Son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Everyone that does evil hates his Lord and does not come to the light, but all who do what is true have 
come into the love. Come, let us worship in spirit and in truth. Let us pray. God of the morning light, God of Easter miracles, open our hearts to hear once again the story of love overcoming death, of joy drowning out sorrow, of hope emerging from despair. Darkness is closing in. Touch us. Forgive us. Fill us. Amen. We invite you and thank you that you've joined us for this service of worship today. We wanted to share just a little bit about the Tenebrae tradition, if you're unfamiliar with it. The tradition of Tenebrae dates back to the 8th century, even before then. The service progresses from light to dark. The word tenebrae literally means shadows. And as each candle is extinguished, it symbolizes the shadows that surrounded Jesus and the cross. Total darkness reminds us of Christ's death and of the tomb. The readers represent all of humanity, sharing in our responsibility for Jesus' sacrifice for our sins. While Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him. At once he came up to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you are here to do. Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. Having arrested him, referring to Jesus, they led him and brought him into the high priest's house, but Peter followed at a distance. Now when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them, and a certain servant girl, seeing him as he sat by the fire, looked intently at him and said, This man was also with him. But he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And after a little while another saw him and said, you also are of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. 
Then after about an hour had passed, another confidently affirmed, saying, Surely this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are saying. Immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So Peter went out and wept bitterly.
Now at the festival, Pilate used to release a prisoner for them, anyone for whom they asked. Now a man called Barabbas was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. Then he answered to them, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priest had handed him over. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again. Then what do you wish me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, crucify him. Pilate asked them, why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, crucify him. When Pilate realized that a riot was about to break out and that it was useless to try to reason with the crowd, he sent for a basin of water. After washing his hands in front of the people, he said, I am innocent of the blood of this righteous man. The responsibility for his death is now yours. And the crowd replied, let his blood be on us and on our children. So Pilate released Barabbas to the people. He ordered that Jesus be beaten with a whip made of leather straps embedded with metal and afterward be crucified.
Reading from Mark's Gospel, chapter 15, verses 16 through 25. Then the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters. And they called together the whole cohort. And they clothed him in a purple cloak. And after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him. And they began saluting him, Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in homage to him. And after mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes upon him. And then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. And then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, truly I, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. They bound the hands of Jesus in the garden where he prayed. 
They led him through the streets in shame. They spat upon the Savior, so pure and free from sin. They said, crucify him, he's to blame. He could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world and set him free. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he died alone for you and me. To the howling mob he yielded, he did not for mercy cry. The cross of shame he took alone. And when he cried, it is finished, he gave himself to die. Salvation's wondrous plan was done. He could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world and set him free. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he died alone for you and me. The Shadow of Mockery, Matthew 27, 39-44. Those who passed by shouted at Jesus and made fun of him. They shook their heads and said, So you are going to destroy the temple and build it again in three days? Then save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the Son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders made fun of him. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross. Then we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. He's the one who said, I am the Son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were being crucified with Jesus also made fun of him.
the deep shadow. Mark 15, 33 and 34. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? John 19, 28 through 30. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now is your time of grief, but I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We thank you for worshiping with us this evening. 